Hey guys, thanks for listening. Before we get into the show, I just want to say um, thank you for all those who who listen and support us. Um, if you would like to donate to the show to help keep the show going, we have a GoFundMe account. It's um, GoFundMe.com slash CheapSeatReviews. You can go there, donate anything that you can. It would be really great. If we can raise just 500 bucks, it pays for the show for the next two years. We won't have to advertise or do anything like that. And uh, And if you donate $25 or more, We'll invite you on an episode. We'll actually bring you on the show. You pick the movie, uh, and then we'll, we'll all talk about it. It'll be a good time. So that's pretty cool, right? Yeah, of course it is. So, uh, again, cheap seat, or, uh, GoFundMe.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews. Check it out. Uh, any support you can give would be great. Thanks. This episode is sponsored by iTunes. Go to www.CheapSeatReviews.com. Click on the iTunes button. Purchase anything you want, and a small portion will go to this podcast. These drug cartels represent a clear and present danger to the national security of the United States. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This the greater good is episode 114, and today we are talking about clear and present danger. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew Junkyard Dog Jimison. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey Andrew. Um why am I creeped out? <laughs> right? Uh Corny, do you know the fine for littering, Logan? I don't know the fine for littering. Go get Jack Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? <laughs> it was a really bad James Earl Jones. Oh, Sorry. okay. <laughs> Oh, I, oh yeah. I, I just assumed that you're doing Lando Calrissian. I don't know why. Um, oh. We always assume he's trying it. Yeah, yeah, you're either doing Sean Connery or Lando. Like those are the only two voices I assume you're trying. <laughs> um, and Sam, coffee is a dangerous business. Vector, absolutely. But when I'm not doing coffee, I am earning medals in the World Olympic helicopter jumping contest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what uh, are you? What 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 medal have you earned in that? Uh, none. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I just keep trying. And Does that mean that you don't actually get the helicopter you keep missing? Yeah, you know, luckily it's soft dirt. Oh, okay. Oh, they don't even have a pool of water? You just fall into the earth? Yeah. That's... I'm like the Russian space system, space uh, agency. <laughs> I just kind of land on the earth. Oh, that sucks. Uh, well, <laughs> uh... <laughs> I'm actually imagining you jumping off of like a tiled roof, but completely yeah. missing. Yeah, I yeah. like this idea for our movie, the, the movie that we're all going to make one day. See, I, I think I mentioned on the show, I, I want to do a movie that's basically like a vignette of all these little, like all these these little mini vignettes of all these little scenes that I want to do, and somehow piece them together to make sense. And that would be one of them. Like the hero has to make a dive or a jump or a thing to to save the day and misses. Yeah, you know, and 
I've always wanted to do a shootout in a liquor store. I think that'd be too cool to have. The we guy could call that, it the XYZs of death. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to distance myself as much as Some, possible from that movie. Somehow that seems familiar, Andrew. I yeah. I think I've seen that one. Yeah, I want to distance myself as much. Um, uh, what, uh, but anyway. This is 1994's Clear and Present Danger. Um, uh, what is this movie you, you speak of? Well, uh, Andrew has words to say about it. Yes, I do. One, 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 please. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls up the website because he forgot. <laughs> you, have one, right. you have one job, Andrew. Well, uh, yeah, okay, here we go. <laughs> this is the third film based on Tom Clancy's high-tech espionage Pot Boiler starring CIA Deputy Director Jack Ryan. Jack, yes. Uh, Jack wait, Ryan. Say, wait, wait, wait. It actually says Pot Boiler? Pot Boiler, yes, it does. Okay, all right. <laughs> it's a drug movie, you know. So it's, a, <laughs> it's a Pot Boiler. Oh, okay. Is that another Jack, word for a bong? No. I don't know. Uh, oh, okay, oh, oh, oh. You can't see it, but I'm putting my po- uh, finger on my nose. Okay. All right, sorry, Andrew. Continue, please. All right. It's a lot easier when you record and just send it in. People aren't interrupting you. That well, that still happens, but okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jack Ryan is assigned to a delicate anti-drug investigation after a close friend of the president's is murdered by a Colombian drug cartel. When Ryan discovers that the president's wealthy friend was in league with the cartel, the president's devious national security advisor and ambitious CIA deputy director send a secret parliamentary force into Colombia to wipe out the drug lords. The force is captured and then abandoned by the president's lackeys. It falls to Ryan to center. Oh, excuse me. That would be enter. It falls to Ryan to enter Colombia and rescue them, aided only by a renegade <laughs> operative named Clark. With both his life and career on the line. Are you just going to read the entire movie script? What are you reading? Right, I, I, just some back backstory here. Uh, the rest of the plot summary sucked. Every movie that we've done for the past five, t- five weeks has sucked. So I thought, I'm going to read one that's more uh, intellectual. That was, I mean, it that didn't was, say boiler. Yeah, that wasn't. And lackeys. Mean, Blackies, because I, I was I'm sitting here on IMDb, parked on IMDb, and I'm like, that's not at all what it says. CIA <laughs> analyst Jack I, Ryan is drawn into an illegal war fought by the U.S. government against the Colombian drug cartel. <laughs> Done. Yep, that one sucks, just like all of them have sucked. Right. Where did you read that? That is uh, iTunes. <laughs> okay. I like how people like make up their own. You know, I mean, I guess. I mean, like you were saying, like this. There's somebody who's like, all right, iTunes, we're going to get this movie. So that means, Bob, you got to go watch the movie and then write a you know, 30-word synopsis so that someone else will have to read it and not watch the movie. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Um, so, had anyone seen this movie before? Parts of it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, was your toot a yes or a no, Corny? <laughs> that was a no. Two, uh, two toots for no. Okay. One toot for yes. All right. <laughs> Learn the signal, Sean. Come on. Sorry, I didn't didn't know we had a code here. Um, <laughs> all right, um, uh, and I had seen this movie before, but it's been many, many, many years. Um, so this will be interesting to see, uh, kind of all your views, since two of you have not seen it before, and and it's been a long time since I have. So yeah. Um, so kind of Andrew, let's let's get let's do our initial thoughts before we dive into the movie. 
Okay. Well, I kind of uh, I'm going backwards in my Jack Ryan movies, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of uh, I don't know spoiled with these newer ones, I guess. And so this one, it, okay, let me put it this way. When I'm doing work and a movie can steal my attention from the work that I'm doing or supposed to be doing, then it's a good movie. This one had moments where I was like, yeah, I got to I gotta watch and see what's going on. And then there were moments where I was like, ah, I don't care that this is happening right now. I felt like it was long, it was long. Or, or longer than needed. Um, I felt like some things could have been compressed or just left out completely, and the story would have still made sense. That's fair. Okay. Corny? Uh, Very similar to Andrew. I think, for the most part, I wasn't that engaged until maybe the last 30, 45 minutes. All right. Really? Well, You 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 didn't dig the alleyway with the trucks and the RPGs and all that stuff? I saw it coming, so it wasn't as... Okay, well, I'll always see that coming. Well, yeah, I mean, they but, telegraphed <clears> it in the movie, but still, like, what happened was awesome. I mean, it was like Black Hawk Down was happening. Uh, yeah, well, okay. Yeah, uh, that was... I don't know. It just didn't get me the way I thought it would. It was like, it was an explosion. That's like one of my favorite movie things. If it explodes, I'm in. Right. Um, I don't know, by the I guess, way, I've got some really cool trivia about that. But anyway, go ahead. Oh, thank you. Um, not for the most part. I guess... Um, I'm used to, you know, there, there's action at the kind of beginning and then a lot of nothing and then a lot of good action at the end. And I know these movies are very, make you think, I don't know, maybe I just wasn't in a thinking mood. That's just pretty often. And, uh, <laughs> <clears throat> so I don't know that, uh, I, maybe in a second viewing, it might be better, but, uh, did not impress me as much as I, uh, Pager games did. Okay. Wow. All right. Uh, Sam. So I love this movie. <laughs> I really, really enjoyed this movie. Um, you know, we talked about how, you know, these spycraft movies, and we were talking about the, you know, what exactly makes up a spycraft. And if I, if I was going to look at a perfect spycraft movie, I love this movie. I think it, this is leaps and bounds uh, better than the, um, what was that other one, the Robert Redford one we just watched? The spy Games? Yeah, Spy Games. I enjoyed this one a heck of a lot more. I love the fact that he he keeps getting tossed into situations where he is totally uncomfortable. Well, that, and, that's the Jack Ryan trope. Yeah, like yeah. they invented that fish out of water trope for him. Yeah, and I just I and Harrison Ford is so good in that role that uh, I just really liked it. I thought the action was good when it needed to be. I liked how everything kind of tied in. It was long. I will say that would have been nice to cut about 20 minutes out of this movie. Um, but I enjoyed how, you know, up until that final overall office scene, you know, it was all leading up to that confrontation, basically. And it was, it, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. How about you, Sean? Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm used to the toss back and I was just waiting for it, but then I was like, yeah, oh, sorry. It's fine. Yeah. Um, one of these, uh, one of these times, <laughs> Sam's just gonna <laughs> leave me hanging. Gonna... <laughs> yeah. like, show, folks. Sam's gonna be like, I'm pointing at you, Sean. No. Um, Can't you uh, see me nodding? Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll take it and just throw it right back to you. Uh, so I'm kind of with Sam on this one. I love yeah, this movie. I really okay. do. Uh, so 
this was one of those movies that I watched with my dad a lot. Um, but I, I, the, this movie I've seen, I've seen a bunch of times, and the only scenes that stuck with me 15 years later were the, 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 the SUVs getting blown up. Yep. The, um, I knew the bad guy liked baseball, right? The baseball bat thing, which is kind of a trope. I remember the house blowing up and then the helicopter Olympics. And that was kind of it. Like, that's all I remember. So, um, so going back and watching it and then understanding it. And I remember, you remember when we, when we watched Eraser a few weeks ago? And they mm-hmm. had that big mainframe computer. And I was like, is this the one where the guy talks to it? No, that was this movie. <laughs> I'd gotten that mixed up, but it was the same thing, right? It was like a big machine that was pulling tape, right? Or Mm -hmm. discs or whatever the thing was doing because we didn't have computers that could just do that internally yet. All of the tapes. All of the tapes. All of the tapes. (laughs) Thank you for that callback. Um, So (laughs) uh, I don't remember that actor's name, but that guy was kind of funny. The the tech nerd guy was kind of funny. Um, And it's funny to me... um, so Corny, I'm really interested to get your take on this, and you and you, the listening audience, as well as the three of you, have heard my beef a hundred times. How I hate movies with bad tech. I hate movies that talk that make us feel that stupid. Like you're you dumb audience, you don't understand how real tech is. So we're gonna make up this weird stuff with floating things, and I'm gonna type on a screen and nothing appears. You know, I hate that stuff. In this movie, I think they did the tech really well to the point, Corny, which I wanted to get your input on this or your take on this. The guy puts in a disk that's encrypted and it says it's encrypted. You need a password. And in today's movie, he would just write a program, solve the crack. No, he actually had to sit there and guess a password. Like we're paying our our CIA people (laughs) to guess at passwords. Backwards. Yeah, do it reverse. I, what is your take on that, Corny? Did you like the tech in this movie? It, it made sense for the time. I think anything else beyond that would have actually really taken me out of the movie. Um, I, I, I agree with what they did. It made sense. Um, granted, sorry, the technology to just <clears throat> put a thing in and then put another thing in and then crack said password or... Um, basically uh, brute force, uh, well, if it's, because it's a disc, but let's say it was just on the machine, you know, because it's a lot easier to think that way. <clears throat> you would just put in another disc or another program and just brute force, in other words, just keep trying passwords until it breaks. Um, I think this works. You know, you're like, uh, let's just go. And then someone sits there for a while, I'm like, oh, I figured it out. Right. No, so, yeah, I, that, that actually, that makes a lot of sense, and I did appreciate that. Yeah. Okay, good, because it, it makes me happy to hear you say that, because that was, I was thinking about that. All of the Jack Ryan movies have have had good tech, right? So we've seen so uh-huh. far, Hunt for October, Patriot yes. Games, Clear and Present Danger, and then the, 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 for the fifth one, the Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit. The only one we haven't seen at this point now is Some of All Fears, which <clears> we will do eventually anyway, because why not? Yeah. Might as well just do all of them. Um, no, why not? Because it, it has Affleck in it. It does have Affleck in it, which I yeah, think well. he's. If I remember correctly, he's actually okay in that movie. Actually, he, he's he's pretty good. And he's they a, had the uh, the guy in it. The um, where is it? The I gotta find it. Guy, he's a bad guy. If I can find it, Morgan Freeman. I don't have it. Damn it! 
He was the... Oh, here it is. It, it's this guy. I was eating pie. He's in that. <laughs> He's a bad guy in that. Anyway, um, what was my point? My point is, is that uh, the tech in this movie I thought was pretty good, so kudos to them for that. Uh, yes, the movie is... The movie's too long. It's two. It's yeah. every bit of two and a half hours, and damn, it kind of feels it. Yeah, um, it really does. But it's it's dealt with a lot of the uh, staring slowly out into the uh, distance thing. Yeah, I could have um, dealt with. Or, well, not necessarily staring out in the distance, but um, a lot of the. Ah, let me just think about something for a while. Don't 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 think about it. Just just go do it. <laughs> now this is going to sound super callous. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I could have done with less of the James Earl Jones thing. Did we yeah. need that? Did we really need that in that in this movie? Like I know he's in all of the he's in the other movies. That character, the Admiral Greer, is in the other two movies. And I guess they thought that they were going to make more of them. And James was like, "Hey, I'm I'm kind of done with this character. I'm ready to do more Star Wars and make more money." So, um. I just, I could have done with less of it. I like, now I captured a line from him um, later in the movie, which I thought was a brilliant line, and I love the way he performs it, uh, and we'll talk about that later. But I, I could have done with a little bit less, though I did like the bit when the, the nurse comes in, she's like, we're going to give you a bath, and we're going to do this, and he looks back at him and winks and smiles. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's literally like when Morgan Freeman is in the movie Red. If you've guys seen that, he's getting the young nurse to like try to get the TV to work by sticking her ass in his face. That's pretty great. Anyway, um, better get better living on. Keep busy staring at ass. That's right. Um, <laughs> I like that idea. So so yeah, I I so I have memories of this movie. So going back and rewatching it, I was like, all oh, right, now I remember. Oh, now I get this thing and um, the sniper scene. I love that scene. It's one of yes. the coolest scenes with a sniper I've ever seen. Like him sneaking through the wood. The guys literally got binoculars looking into a square patch of grass looking for him and they can't find him. And it's you so... know that's a, that's a real thing, by the way. Oh, I, yeah, I'm sure it is. I They used to have on TV on Discovery or something, you know, where you, you watch their training. And one of those trainings was this big field and everybody's looking for the snipers, including people walking around in the field. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the snipers. Now they don't use real bullets, obviously. They use blanks. <laughs> they used real bullets in the scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that seems super dangerous. Yeah, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, those are real. <laughs> well, that's. Uh... I mean, I guess I can see if they like today. Now you could use like airsoft or something. Yeah. So you can still fire something and make it like or a BB gun and make it hit a, a target. But like. What if you don't like your drill sergeant? And you're like, you know what? <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, <clears throat> yeah, we don't need a, uh, oh, God, what is that? A full metal jacket going on. In right, right. <clears throat> right. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> sorry. My, my first note is nice Navy boat, Navy boat porn. I, I don't remember there being so much Navy in this movie, but man, there was a lot of really sexy shots of Navy boats. Did you guys notice that, or is it just, <laughs> just me? All right, so the fact that you said sexy shots of Navy boats uh, bothers me a little bit. Well, I so there are certain movies that you kind of think of as what you would call military porn. Top Gun is military porn, right? Absolutely. The yep. whole movie is about jets, 
and them looking cool flying and stuff like that. And um, they made a TV show called Airwolf, and it was all about that helicopter. So you got helicopter porn. You know, like that's what it's about. Okay. So, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, I'm not talking about actual pornography, but uh, that's just a phrase I've heard before. Um, and so it just seems strange that we're getting all these kind of really cool and kind of sexy shots of these boats. And I'm like, I thought this was in the in the in the Colombian jungle. I don't remember there being navy in this movie, but and he rubbed the lotion <laughs> on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell yeah. <laughs> there, there's Billy D. Williams. Uh, Rub a dub dub, getting this tub, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's weird. Um, it's never weird to see, baby. So, did you guys recognize Ritter, um, the douchebag McRitter? He was yeah. he was a CIA guy in Mission, Mission Impossible. Impossible. And so, when I saw Mission Impossible for the first time, I'm like, oh, he's a bad guy because of this movie. Mm-hmm. I just assumed he was a bad guy. I don't know what he's been in since then. I assume that he's just a a bad guy in everything. Let's see. His name was Robert Ritter. That's a dumb name. Sorry. Didn't he die? Oh, the actor? Yeah, Ritter. That would, that would be John Ritter. Yeah, John Ritter John died. Ritter? Okay. See, see what you should do there, Sam. Okay. I don't, again, I don't think he meant to, though. Uh, no, he had like a hole in his heart or something, didn't he? Uh, or something like that, yeah. I can't remember. Holy cow. <laughs> Yeah, because he was in the uh, he would he died during the <clears throat> filming of Eight Simple Rules: Dating My Teenage Daughter, which had Isn't that Kaylee, where the Haley Cuoco Ka- yeah Haley Cuoco yeah yeah that's where, and then she yeah, she was spawned from that movie yep. or that mm-hmm. TV show and then she went on to Big Bang and Big Boobs yes uh, he's done a bunch of stuff I didn't notice oh he <laughs> was in the A Team really as the director McCready whoever that is I don't know. I'm trying to think who that is. Director McCready? I don't know who that Sounds is. Sounds like a fake name. Well, yeah. He was in an episode of Monk. Um, anyway, so he's doing some work. I just I just assume he's a bad guy, but maybe not. He was in the Salem Witch Trials as Reverend Samuel Paris. I'm sure he was an asshole in that. Anyway, I'm sure he's a nice gentleman in real life. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Harrison I got Ford. It. I got it. <laughs> Harrison Ford was great. He stars in this. Harrison Ford. William Willem Dafoe, uh, Ann Archer, Joaquim de Alameda. Um, I wonder if that's any relation to Joaquin Phoenix. <clears throat> probably not. I mean, yeah. just because you have the same first name doesn't mean that you're related. That's right. Um, yeah. So anyway, but we've seen him. We saw him in Desperado as a bad Unless guy. you're in George Foreman's family. That's true. I think he is the exception. Uh, Philip Noyce, because he's Noyce with it. Uh, directed. No uh, we have seen him in such other films as, of course, um, uh, the movie we just, uh, the other movie, Patriot Games, right? Uh, he also did Salt, the Bone Collector, The Saint, um, and some other stuff that we have not seen. But maybe we should watch. I kind of want to do Salt for this. I don't know. Oh, I, uh, the, uh, yeah. the Angelina, Angelina Jolie. Jolie. Yeah. That was a pretty good movie. I yeah. kind of liked it. Um, it's kind of a spy craft kind of a thing. Sam, have you seen Salt? I, I, who's in it? Angelina Jolie and Lee F. Shriver. <clears throat> Is that where they're like curving bullets? No, that's Wanted. Wanted. Okay. No, I don't think I've seen it. It's, it's, Shoot it's, this, mother. 
Yeah, that the, was, the one moment that ruined that movie for me. Yeah, Wanted is actually a pretty fun movie until Morgan Freeman drops an f bomb for no flipping reason other than because <laughs> it's a rated R movie. We can. It was really out of place. I think Corny, didn't you and I go see that in the theater and we both yeah. went like, the hell? Did I we think we both sighed audibly. Yeah, when that happened. Yeah, it was like the it was like the opposite of what we all did when we went and saw the Lego Movie. <laughs> if that makes sense mm-hmm. anyway um salt is not streaming which is sad but anyway um whenever it does maybe we'll do it so i don't know if you want salt to be streaming be a lot of high blood pressure yeah i don't think we can handle that that's true that, too much. yeah that's yeah. true i could die yeah, we all could um except for me i was born in salt <laughs> i was born of this <laughs> i was born in the salt yeah <laughs> the salt mines <laughs> Uh, Benjamin Bratt. So I'm going to do this. uh, this, I don't get to do this very often, but I'm going to do that. So uh, this guy here who's talking. What's happening on the Harden murders? I'm on it. The president's calling for a full court press. So you guys are going to be working together hand in hand. So first of all, I got to apologize for the audio. I did not realize my son had messed with my mixer when I was recording audio. So everything is going to sound like it came from an AM radio. <laughs> um, so anyway, so that's that guy talking, not Harrison Ford, but the other guy. He was kind of like some random deputy CIA guy who was helping Harrison Ford kind of get acclimated to his new office. His name is Dean Jones. The actor is named Dean Jones. I have met him. I filmed a movie with him called Mandy in the Secret Tunnel, and he was flipping awesome. He was a cool dude to hang out with, and he told... Dean Jones? Yeah. He told a story, which I'm not going to go into on the podcast, about he and Steve McQueen, how they almost killed Frank Sinatra. Oh. Yeah. It was a cool story. If you it guys was a very good story. I, I'm yeah. privy to the story. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a cool thing. So he was a cool dude. So as soon as I saw him on screen... I literally said, Dean Jones, I've met him. So anyway, <laughs> I don't get to do that very often. Uh, to name drop, I apologize for name dropping. Hey, look, there's a name. There it is. Um, but <laughs> did, did you run into him? him? Yeah. Did I run into him? I might have. I don't know. But um, <laughs> if you don't know who Dean Jones is, other than from this movie, he was also in the Herbie movies back in the 60s. I grew up watching those movies. You know, the bug, the, the Volkswagen Beetle that was alive. He was the main guy. Um, Don Knotts, not Don Knotts, the <laughs> other guy. And I mentioned, I asked him. I went when I was we were filming. I said, I love those Herbie movies, and he said those were great movies, weren't they? And I said, What was Don Knotts like? And he said, When we filmed, they filmed that movie all in France. The whole thing is about a, a France or a French race, um, and they filmed it in France. Well, the French love comedians, so Dean's like, I'm gonna be honest, I'm a good looking man, Don. He is not a good-looking man, but <laughs> the women literally—they—they they had to—he had to have extra security because they found women had hidden in his trailer, and he went into his trailer, and they literally physically assaulted him, and like ripped his clothes off and ran <laughs> out, and so he always had to have uh, extra security to like check his trailer to make sure that like there were there weren't people <laughs> sitting in there, and Dean is like, "Come on, man, I'm over here." <laughs> <laughs> They're going after Don Knotts. <laughs> so, anyway, that's that's my little thing. So Don Knotts, he was, or uh, Dean Jones was great. So um, I think he did die a few years ago, which is a little sad. I'm, I might be wrong though. I hope I, I hope I am. Who? Don Knotts, uh, September first, no, two thousand fifteen. Yeah, Don Knotts Dean did. Kane? No, Dean Jones. 
Oh. Yeah, t- yeah, 2015. Yeah, last year. Yeah. So. No, no, Sam, sorry, you're confused. Dean Kane's uh, career died uh, 20 years ago. <laughs> after su- oh, after, after uh, Superman. Lois, and, Lois Clark. and Clark, yeah. Lois and Clark <laughs> killed his career. Uh, he's doing movies like Rollerball and stuff. Um. Anyway. Um, anyway, so that's, that's Dean Jones. Um, I don't remember what this first clip is. I, just, I didn't write a, a, a name for it. I just wrote a number. I'm going to play it real quick. Jeez, I haven't slept in 36 hours. Does that make any sense? I don't know. What did you say? Just kidding. Good job. <laughs> All right, right. So, <laughs> so one of the things that I liked about this movie, that I liked about Clear and Present, well, or I mean, Patriot Games, less than Patriot Games, but Hunt for October. We all love, Andrew, you weren't with us when we did Hunt for October. It was like our third or fourth movie we did for the show. Yeah. But we all of us loved it. It's our most downloaded movie ever. Um, we still get downloads for it every every week. It's pretty great, and we all love that going, movie. Do I'm I? sorry, guys. I have to tell you the truth. I've been going into my library. <laughs> it's just, a, a virtual machines. I just download the episode every right. day to like sixty machines. It's awesome. Like that that episode it beats out the next episode by like forty. It's not even close. Anyway, <clears throat> we all love that movie for various reasons. But one of the re- reasons why I like that movie so much is because there is subtle humor in the movie, right? I like this movie for that same reason. It has that same feel. I know it's a different director, but it has the same kind of feel. Like, little things like that, right? Like, this is a serious movie about a serious subject with these serious things, and we get to have James Earl Jones make a joke at Harrison Ford's <laughs> expense. And it's funny. I, I laughed. Um, there's a couple other little funny moments that I captured. I, I, I liked that about this movie, personally. Um I think Sam, you mentioned earlier that you really like the Harrison Ford version of Jack Ryan. Yes, I love that Harrison Ford, who we've seen as Indiana Jones and Han Solo, who are these macho, confident, I can do whatever I want characters, and he's in this role. He's a he's a nerd, right? <laughs> he's a nerd, yeah, and he seems awkward and like even when he's smoking a cigar down in. In uh, Colombia, like that's the only time you ever felt that he had like any real confidence, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like he, even when he was facing the president, like he seemed like angry and terrified at the same time. Um, <laughs> and I thought he was really great at that. I really enjoyed Harrison Ford's performance in this. I thought he did really well. Um, <clears throat> and I thought the guy playing the president did a really good job of acting like an aloof president. He acted like what I think most presidents are. Mm-hmm. He just seemed. Well, that's our money. We found it. Is that how it works? <laughs> I'm not sure that's how it works. I well, thought I do it at the bank when I go in. Right. I, I that's, I how my, that's how my five year old reacts when he finds it. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Mine. Mine. Right. Mine. I found mine. it. Mine. 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 This is the way he said it. That's our money. We found it. Well, what should I tell them? Tell them that. Or don't tell them. I don't care. <laughs> what do I care about the Colombian government? Yeah, we don't have to get along. <laughs> I thought that was real dumb. But, I mean, I guess that's the point. Um, what? Age? Oh, Age of the Geek Baby. Yeah, I wrote that for the nerd who had to type in the password a bunch of times. Yeah. Um, uh, the McDonald's product placement was pretty funny. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of other product placements, right? I can't think of any other ones. Now I can't even remember what the McDonald's product placement was. 
Oh, and uh, the guy, he had lunch, sir. It was McDonald's. Mm. It was a quarter pounder. With cheese. That's with cheese. Yeah. Right, right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Good job. Um, For littering. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, even drug lords, drug lords can dress like douches with a sweater around their shoulders. Kind <laughs> 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 of funny. Oh, back to the uh, Age of the Geek baby. Here you go, Corny. You gotta change your ATM code. There you go. You gotta change your ATM code. See, your first mistake was wearing that fake-ass badge. Right. I love that episode. Your second mistake. Ah. Spilling that man's coffee. Sam, I get... I really need you to watch Leverage. I really do. <laughs> because it would just make life better. I've, I'm, I, I think I mentioned last week, I've gone back and rewatched it, so I'm now in the final season. Um, yeah. But the, the, it's just so good. Anyway, um, there, there might be about 10 episodes from now where I actually don't make a reference to Leverage, but then I'll probably swing back to Psych or something. Um, uh, so Moira, <clears throat> have you guys ever heard of the name Moira Beef other than the movie Hook? Yes. Oh, okay. Please tell me. Uh, it was, uh, uh, Moira, Moira McTaggart, who is, uh, Sounds like a uh, helps great. X-Men. I'm sorry. Did you, what did you say? Helps the X-Men. Yes. It oh, did sound like helps, a X-Men. <laughs> She's a help sexman. Oh, Okay. So it's, you, guys it's a, you guys don't get those. Thinking, I mean, we're all the time. So it's a fictional character. Yes. Okay. And is she British? No, she is Scottish. Okay, so she's okay. So she's English Isle. No, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. She is Irish. She is definitely. No, wait. No, no. She's Scottish. Yes. She's <laughs> Make Scottish. up your damn mind. <laughs> sorry. I've heard remember. that name somewhere though. I've heard it in the in other than the the movie you're talking about. Um, or maybe uh, she was also Myra was the name of the uh, girlfriend of Steve Urkel. Uh, Moira. Moira. Um, okay. Uh, apparently Moira is in Skyrim. Um, I just, I've never heard of this name other than these two movies. I've never awesome. heard it in uh, Anglicized from Marie. It is also concise oh. with Greek, meaning fate and destiny. Oh, okay. Huh. Okay. Uh, but usage is Irish, Scottish, English. So, yeah, that, that makes sense. Anyway, I've like, I've, I, and Hook, um, uh, Peter Pan's wife's name is Moira, and then the redhead who, and I think she's a redhead too in the movie, which is weird. Uh, but the redhead in this movie, who gets it in the cabin, spoiler, um, or his name is Moira. And I thought, I've never heard of that name before in real life, you know? Why? The one thing I guess he just didn't have enough time to have a little fun and then kill her. Yeah, I kind of. Is that weird? I thought the same thing. <laughs> like, dude, she's ready something to go. She I mean, is. She is wanting something. I guess the only thing is he didn't want his DNA on her. Uh, I guess you know. Like, yeah, I guess I don't know, but <laughs> I still. Like, I mean, she's ready to go, dude. Like, I'm just saying. Anyway, uh. <laughs> Anyway, uh, what? Still not sure. Oh, so did we? So did we find out how the bad guys knew to ambush the caravan? <sighs> oh, are we, are we, is is this this episode that bad for you, Sam? No, I'm trying to think. Um, right, because it shows. Got there. Like, what did you say, Andrew? 
yeah, the white suburban down section. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it just showed guys in a room. They said he's gonna he, the the FBI guys coming right, and they're gonna go this way, and then they're gonna go this way, and then they're gonna go there, and then we'll get them here. I thought, who, who knows that? How do they know that? Because. You know, uh, Moira calls her boyfriend up and is like, hey, my boss is out of town. Let's get together at my cabin. And he's like, oh, okay. And then the next scene is that, right? I thought, well, there's no way she would have said, hey, he's going to Columbia and he's going to be in a white suburban tomorrow and all this sort of stuff. So that didn't make any sense to me. But. I mean that's that's about the only thin line they they strung between the two. Yeah, that, that's somehow really... maybe she had more information, or or at least he knew they were in the country, so they you know, I don't know. Yeah, that because the Americans, we then later find out that the uh, uh, the what's his what's his beak uh, bald guy Andrew Beak bad 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 guy would eventually sell out the soldiers. But I can't imagine he would sell out the director of the FBI. That seems too. That seems way too evil. Yeah. To me, so I I didn't, never really understood that. It was a great scene though. Um, but I mean, I was hey, that that puckered my butthole a little bit. So. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! That puckered my butt. That one puckered my butthole. You see uh, that thing flip? How am I not seeing that? They're throwing cars. Um. Anyway, I've always that, that's literally like the only thing really I had issues with this movie because it just shows them in that map room. I'm like, how did, I asked it out loud to the movie who didn't answer me, the bastard. I was like, <laughs> how how do you know that? Where did you get that information from? But sometimes movies bad guys are just omniscient, you know? They just they just know things, which is kind of is annoying sometimes. But and they know to to make you put the lotion on the skin. That's right. Um, put the lotion in the basket. And apparently in 94, the CIA had software to intercept phone calls and positively ID someone. That seems, oh. that seems strange, right? Like, you can't just... I mean, I guess you can just snatch phone calls out of the air, but you have to know who you're looking for. Right? So if they never knew the phone number to who to tap, then how did they know to tap that one? Anyway, let's just... And this, this is way before Snowden's... You know, the stuff he made for the... IRS to make sure everybody can listen in on everything. Uh, right. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Uh, did you guys notice that Ben uh, Urich was in it from Daredevil? He was the CIA tech. He was the guy doing the voice analysis. He was from the new Daredevil series. Uh, ben. Oh, no, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Did He's, anybody catch Agent Coulson? I actually didn't. I was looking for him. I knew he was part of the SEAL Team 6, but I didn't. He was in your favorite scene. My, which one's my favorite scene? The sniper scene. Which one was he? He was one of the people looking for the snipers. Oh, really? Uh, on the trucks, yep. Yeah, I I saw him in the IMDb thing. I thought he was part of the team. No. no. Oh, I well, I mean, he still might have been, but well, I, I, I noticed him as that. Yeah, I didn't. Sorry. Oh, well. Yeah. Sorry, Agent Coulson. Corny and I, actually, Corny, you didn't, but I worked with a guy whose last name was Coulson at Carolyn's, and I always called him Agent, and it laughed his first name was Aaron I was like can I call you agent <laughs> he never got it though he's like okay sure agent Coulson how could he not get it he didn't because he never he never he didn't watch movies he was like a theater uh, guy so, how the hell he working the he, how the work with you <laughs> well he didn't work well I worked for him technically he he replaced okay. me sort of there anyway 
Um, <laughs> it does seem strange. I will say this for, for two and a half years, my lead building manager, my lead student building manager had never seen star Wars, any of them. Oh, like, that's fair. So when we would have an argument, we'd have an argument that I knew I was going to lose. I would literally just look at her and say, your argument is null and void because you've not watched star Wars. And then she would roll her eyes and walk away. I've got a, I've got an example I use in my economics class Mm -hmm. that talks about, uh, shrubberies. Um, Okay. And no one ever gets it. Mm. <laughs> right. And, and I'm, it's, it's a sad situation when younger generations can't get a uh, Monty Python um, reference. Well, I got into this argument today. So we did a, I did a gig, uh, corporate AV, and we were loading out, and we put the music on like 70s rock. And one of the guys who was with us, he's just graduated college, and... He's like, never heard of any of these songs. And we're like, well, that's okay. You know, it's, you know, whatever. It's part of your, you need, you need, these are good songs. You need to hear them. And he says, well, it was before I was born. I'm like, no, 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 no. That argument doesn't count. He says, well, what do you mean? I said, you've seen Star Wars, right? And he said, yeah. I said, that came out 30 years before you were born. So that doesn't count. Well, maybe not 30 years, but you know what I'm saying. Like, so that argument doesn't count. And he says, well, it wasn't the music that I listened to at the time. I said, I listened to classical music. That was written hundreds of years before I was born. Again, lawyered. So, anyway. <laughs> I, just, I don't know why that dri- it drives me crazy when people say that. You know, people ask yeah. me, how, how have you not seen The Godfather? It has nothing to do with the fact that I wasn't old enough when it came out. It just, I haven't watched <laughs> it. You know? Like, I know... You've got to be in the right mood, you know? Just I actually have like a, a buddy of mine... It pained him so much that I had not seen it. He actually bought me a copy, and it's sitting on the bed here in the office. Uh, <laughs> well, somewhere. It was over there. Anyway, it's, it's in the office somewhere uh, for me to watch. I just haven't. So, again, I don't, I, I, that, yeah. that argument drives me crazy, and I always correct people or argue back with that, that argument doesn't count. Well, you've heard of World no. War II, right? That happened before you were born. So... Anyway, I've heard it both ways. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you guys notice uh, Ted Raimi in this movie? No. Uh, Is he the guy that directed Star Wars or uh, Spider-Man? That was his brother, Please. Sam Raimi. Really? Yeah. So Ted Raimi is in all of Sam Raimi's movies, right? Okay. So he was... Who was he? So in... Army of Darkness, he's the guy Ash is telling the story to at the Save Mart or whatever it's called. Shop Smart, uh, S-Mart. He, in Spider-Man trilogy, he's the the guy that works at the paper that keeps just running into Jameson's ha- office. Sir, your uh-huh. life is on Wine 3. Hang up. You know, like that guy. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's, he was in this movie. For, he, was a, he was a tech. Again, he had like oh, yeah. one line. But I was like, hey, I, I thought you only did your brother's movies. What are you doing here? Branching out. Look at you. Good job. <laughs> um, Do you know who I am? <laughs> Do you know who I am? <laughs> this is not... Okay, no. Um, when Defoe did his angry face, when they told him that Jack Ryan was responsible, <laughs> God, he looked like the goblin. I was yeah, like, when does okay. he, doesn't he look like the goblin? All I, all I could think of was... Man, eight years from now, you're going to be the Green Goblin, and you're going to be awesome. By the way, I can no longer not see him as 
I know, yeah. right? I keep expecting yeah. a, a glider to fly behind him any moment <laughs> right. I watch now. Like even in John Wick, you're like, we, now we know why he's such a good sniper. It's because of that serum he took. It's fine. <laughs> Exactly so, um, so we all know William De, uh, William Defoe. It, it just has, you know, he, he's got one of those faces, um, not not one, not a good face, but he's got one of those faces. And uh, <laughs> I don't know what's scarier: the face he makes, uh, the crazy face he makes in Spider Man, or the hair I'm trying to help you onto a helicopter face. <laughs> that was terrifying. <laughs> like, Ew, I don't know if I want to get in. <laughs> uh, I'm okay. Just let me down. Yeah, I right, go back down. That's funny. Um, <laughs> you want to you hear some more clips before we uh, get too far, too much farther in? Check what your mom gave you. Oh, yeah. one last yep, thing before story. I do that. The um, the music scene, the music being played. James Horner did the score. James Horner was great. God rest us all. Um, he also did the movie music for Sneakers, which we've seen for this show. Which I love that movie. The scene when they're doing the hacking kind of a thing, you know, when he's trying to, when Harrison Ford's trying to get uh, Ritter, McDouchebag, to not look at his computer, and they've got, like, the piano playing and the, the intensity in the strings. I'm like, wow, that's, like, the exact same score as you use for when when they're in, in sneakers, they've got the chip, and they're yeah. exploring the different options, and he's like, oh, anybody want to crash a couple of, you know, power plants or something? So... Uh, I was like, wow, that, that sounds very similar, but I guess it fits because it I mean, it was very similar scenes and whatever. Anyway, um, but it was James Horner that made me happy and sad all at the same time. All right, so I played that one. Um, all four of us have said this at some point in our lives. I hate this job. <laughs> <laughs> Not today. I had a really good job, really good day at work today. 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 Four days ago, you said that out loud. No, um, <laughs> I thought this was kind of funny. Oh, what the hell is this? What the hell is this? <laughs> the big yellow truck came up. Yeehaw, we got rednecks in Columbia, too. Um, I captured a lot of clips from this movie. Uh, I don't remember what this is, but it's something. He gave you word. Oh, okay. So this was the scene I teased earlier, right? So James Earl Jones... This character is, is dying of cancer in the movie, and which is really sad. And he delivers this really long kind of speech about doing what's right. And it's not, it's, it's what makes this scene to me so great and impactful is that it's James Earl Jones not being James Earl Jones, right? He doesn't have his commanding voice. I am your father. You know, he doesn't have that. He's sickly. And he delivers this lines, just, I love this scene. I really do. And it almost made me a little emotional watching it. So um, here it is. I cut it because it's like an hour, like an hour. It's like a full, <laughs> minute. it's like a full minute and a half. So I, I no, you're accurate. I close it down a little bit. So here you go. His boss, he gave you word to the people of the United States. Your word is who you are. Yeah. I'll, I'll be willing to go down to Columbia and punch some drug lords in the face for that. Um, did, well, don't you want to just punch some politicians in the face? Actually, I want to punch this guy in the face. I have an autograph, get out of jail, free car. And Harrison Ford almost did punch him. He grabbed him. <laughs> it was great. 
And then I was waiting for him to say, get off my plane. But get off the damn boat. That's right. Uh, this was kind of funny. But it is for sale. Uh, how much is it? Two million dollars. <laughs> um, my pilot and I would have to take it for a test flight. Yes, of course. You just have to leave a deposit. How much is that? Two million dollars. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. He knows how to do business yep. down there. <laughs> and then this is the last scene I captured. And man, when when this was going on, I was get, it was getting my blood going. Man, I was I was fired up. So here you go. I never ordered no, any. Don't even think about playing that game with me. I will not let you dishonor their memories by pretending you had nothing to do with it. How dare you come in here and lecture me? How dare you, sir? How dare you come into this office and bark at me like some little junkyard dog? I am the president of the United States. I, I like that. I did. Now, his, yeah. his, his performance was whatever, but Harrison Ford, man, I wouldn't want that guy pissed at me. If he got yeah, into that, that voice, damn, I'd be scared. Mm-hmm. I just walk up to him and uh, I can't say that. Movie's too soon. Now, now, as good as that was, he also had some really bad moments in this movie. Yeah, he, he kind of did. Uh, there was a scene where he's talking with his wife that I literally stopped what I was doing and just had that jaw drop uh, face. Like, did that really just happen with Harrison Ford? I don't even remember what he was saying, but it was awful. Yeah. It's his wife. God bless her. Huh. Homely is the word I would use. No, you're not a fan? Wasn't she the wife from uh, Back to the Future? Back to the Future? Yeah, the, the last no, one. I'm really funny. confused where you're going with, because if you think Ann Archer looks anything like... Um, uh, uh, Leah Thompson? Leah no. Thompson, yeah. yeah. No? Am I wrong? <laughs> yes, you are very wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm confused. Ann, Ann Archer is like 15 years older than Leah Thompson. Okay. All right. Somehow I've I've got them mixed up. Yeah, they're, they're both women, so. They all look alike. Yeah, they all look alike. Same, <laughs> same sexist. All women look alike to him. <laughs> no, but you've seen her in other stuff. Like I swear she looked like uh, the the gal from Back to the Future. She's in she's in Clear and Present or she's in Patriot Games. Yeah. Well, um, no, I know. It, 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 she just looked like her for. Never mind. No, maybe I, it was the perm. Oh, <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of some other movies we've I've seen her in. Uh, Fatal Attraction. The Naked Face. Okay, that's interesting. Wouldn't the face be naked most of the time? Usually. My mind's not because I have glasses, but. Um, it just got really quiet. I just got scared for a second. Um, <laughs> you should be. She did a bunch of TV. Anyway, whatever. I'm outside your window. I, I think, ooh, I, for an ooh. older lady, I think she's actually quite attractive, personally. Um, well, so yeah, people who also like this, thank you, IMDb. Uh, Patriot Games, Air Force One. The Hunt for Red October, Some of All Fears, The Fugitive, and Crimson Tide. So, hmm. yeah. Six Jack mo- Ryan and Harrison Ford. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Anyway, and Crimson but Tide. But you know what? I like all of those. I like all of those movies, and we should watch all of them again. <laughs> um, it would be interesting just to do uh, 
the hunt for October again with clips this time and to have Andrew <laughs> in his opinion. Um, that's, I think that's all I have for that. Did you guys have, I didn't really write down any, oh, the only tropes I wrote was bad guy has a thing that makes him new, new, unique thing, you know, like the, the bat, you know, like there's a lot of other bad guys that, you know, I don't know. They, they have that thing that makes them whatever makes them special. You know, the bad guy from the Punisher had his hot wife or, um, Come on, I don't know. The the bad guy from Desperado had the take take the car. That's what I paid it for, or whatever. You know, I don't know, just stuff like that. Whatever. And then I wrote the anti trope of the government agents using black SUVs because every movie ever except this one, <laughs> they drive black SUVs. So no, damn it! I ordered black. Right. It'll be too easy to spot in an ambush. Um. Anyway, uh, depends Plus it on shows the- dirt. <laughs> right, Tartar clean in Colombia. Um, that's all the trips I wrote. I know there are more. I just can't think of any more. Any other one? Drunk pilot, I guess. He was basically the pilot from the A team. Um, yeah, he was, wasn't he? Yeah, he might. He might as well have just. I, I, I What was his name, Corny? I can't remember his name. He was like the pilot from uh, Run. Murdoch. Stand tall. No, what's his name? You talking about Murdoch? Yeah, Murdoch. Who, what are you, where are you going, Sam? The what's run the rundown? Oh yeah, Declan. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Is that is that duct tape? Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I don't give a flying fortification for the likes of you. Yeah. <laughs> and then he said this, Cornelius. That's right. So <laughs> I have that forever. I might I should make that my ring alert for you. When you, send me, when you send me a it's text, it's gonna scare you to death. Yeah, I'm, sitting, I'm sitting there in the office, and then Cornelius. Oh, oh, sorry, my phone is yelling at me. So should be. Uh, and then for Sam, it'll be. Uh, hey, bro. I'm just. Teasing. That's mean. Um. Anyway, uh, that's it. So here we go. And now for some more bad news. Ready? Um, the scene in which the convoy of Suburbans is attacked by the drug cartel is now actually used as a training video in the U.S. government agencies. The footage was also used in an episode of JAG. I love both of those things. I hope that's real. That's... <laughs> I'm sorry. If I'm driving around and I'm going through this tiny street, I, I don't know if I feel comfortable with the route they were taking like I feel like they would have not gone into a place where they can be bottlenecked. Yeah, you, you kind of think that the guy, the the driver, should have had some wherewithal to kind of think this doesn't seem right. Because if Harrison Ford, non-trained tactical person Harrison Ford, is looking around going, this doesn't feel right, because you can see it all over his face as people are shutting their doors and running inside. Um. So anyway, um. Corny, this one's for you about things blowing up. Hell yeah. You know how sometimes you hear it in movies, they're like, you only, we only get one take. This is the definition of one take. The drug lord mansion destroyed by the missile was a real brick-and-mortar residence in Mexico purchased by the filmmakers from a divorcee who had unpleasant memories of the place. <laughs> the filmmakers bought the mansion and blew it up. 
The divorce kept the land. Divorcee kept the land and presumably built a new house after clearing off the rubble. They literally blew up the house. That is awesome. <laughs> All right, guys, we get one take. You better make sure them cameras are rolling. I mean, <laughs> that's it. You get one shot. That is so cool. I love that stuff. <laughs> if he had one shot, dun, 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 dun. sorry. And then he, then they lit the jungle on fire from all the... Never mind. Uh, the film was originally received an R rating, but won a PG-13 rating on appeal without making any edits. What? Really? You know what that says to me? It says the MPAA can be bribed. That's what it says to me. <laughs> I mean, they I'm pretty drop, sure will. Oh, go ahead. I mean, they only dropped one F-bomb, so well, why would it have been R in the first place? What were you going to say, Corny? Here's how that conversation went. Uh, sorry, guys. We're going to have to give you an R. Come on. All right, fine. Yeah. You know all those drugs that were in the movie? They were real. You can have some. Uh, PG-13. Thank you. No. Um, and then this was a little bit of uh, some soundtrack kind of stuff. Around hour 15, when it is discovered that the explosion wasn't caused by a car bomb, the soundtrack plays the uh, Ganymede. Gan Ganymede, I'm Ganymede. Yeah, a theme from the suite by Kachaturin. Kachaturin. Yeah. Phew. Clearly, I didn't go to Mancher. Uh That was also used by Stanley Kubrick in 2001: A Space Odyssey and Aliens and Patriot Games. It's the same theme. Um, and of course, Aliens and Patriot Games were also all done by James Horner. Uh, Space Odyssey was clearly not though. Um, there you go. That's the trivia. That's your, that's your trivia. Um, <laughs> so I guess it's unfair to ask the, how would we recast this movie today? Because they've already done it for us, right? It'd be Chris Pine, right? True. You know, you would just get Chris Pine. You get Kevin Costner as the James Earl Jones character. You get Kara Knightley to play his wife. Um, no, I just want the one with a badass voice. Let's just put Morgan Freeman there. Or, or well, Morgan Freeman was in some of all fears. True, but just I just want an iconic voice with a black dude that, that works. Uh, Idris Elba. Um. Too young. Lando Calrissian. Billy D. Williams? No, <laughs> you can't take anything he says seriously. <laughs> oh come on! Come right, on, that's right. Exactly. I need you to do me a favor. Could you imagine him delivering that line about the American people? You took an oath to the American people. You take the oath to the American people. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like, just, there's no way I could take that character seriously at all. Um, there's clearly a present danger here. There's a reason why all he's doing now is like voice work. And it's for, sexy as hell. For <laughs> Rebels, Star Wars Rebels and things like that. Um, anyway. Be the worst alarm ever. It's time to get up or get down. <laughs> right. Ooh, I'll just hit snooze <laughs> on that. Thank you, Lando. <laughs> anyway. Um, it's so, time to get some pancakes. I mean, I guess you could uh, <laughs> I guess you could recast some of the ancillary characters. I mean, who would you get as the you know the Mexican guys? You know, you can get uh, you can get Johnny Tapia from uh, Bad Boys Two. No, I, I say we just do what Hollywood does. Uh, let's get I'll get uh, a bunch of white people to play Jim uh, Gaffigan, uh, <laughs> yeah. Joe Pesci, Joe, Michael uh, Weatherly. 
Michael Weatherly. He needs to do movies now. No. Um, no. I mean, no. Who said no? I said no. Why? Sorry. Billy D said no. All right. Well, whatever. <laughs> he should do movies. I like. I like him. He's funny. <laughs> uh, all right. So there, that's your recasting. Um, I didn't do the looks like game. Sorry. Soundtrack gate. I would give it. Um, AH for awesome Horner. I loved it. I thought it was great. That was uh, James Horner, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. And Dvorak. Uh, was there some Dvorak in there? Yeah, the uh, funeral, you know, the taking the, uh, well, not the funeral, the um, taking the bodies off the plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the army band was standing out there in the rain playing. Oh, that's right. Uh, I was listening to Pandora the other day, and they had um, some Horner going on. It was so good. He really is great. I mean, say what you oh. will about the movie, the soundtrack to Titanic is amazing. Yeah, and that was one of them that was playing. Yeah, it was, it, it's really great. Minus one song, but yeah. I, no, I said the soundtrack. Well, that, okay, well, okay yeah, the right. score. That's <laughs> the fair. score. The, the score, score yeah. for Titanic is amazing. I mean... Some of his stuff sounds similar, right? I get that. You know, there was a couple of times where I was like, oh, I forgot I was watching, I wasn't watching Star Trek because he did Star Trek 2 and 3, and they had some similarities. But I didn't care. He was great. I loved him, and I'm sad that he's gone. Really, really am. Um, What did we learn? We learned it kind of sucks to be a CIA analyst. Next time, just write a damn memo. That's what we learned. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I kind of wish they would have kept that gag throughout this, the character. You know, like they only did that gag in Hunt for Red October, and I really wish they would have carried that gag throughout the rest of the series. He's and, just an analyst? Well, no, not just an analyst. I wish that next time you get a bright idea, just write a damn memo. Because he said it twice in Hunt for Red October. When he's on a helicopter and oh, yeah. life yeah. sucks, and they're, they're going to fly him out to the, to the sub. Because the first time they fly it out, he's like, oh, next time just write a GED memo. And then the next time, it's like super turbulent. And that guy's like, oh, man, we got the guy barfed on the thing. and Have some food. And he's like, oh, next time just write a damn memo. So, like, I wish they kind of would have carried that gag on. That would have been pretty funny. Because Harrison Ford would have been great, you know, delivering that, you know. Um, especially in this in this movie, it would have been great. When that, that whole bit where he says, I hate my job. You know, or like after he leaves the White House. Next time, just write a damn memo. <laughs> anyway, um, there you go. And so the movie ends right there with him throwing his fist in the air. Yeah. You know. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, okay. Uh, and don't you forget about me. He starts playing over the radio. Yeah. <laughs> don't you forget about me. Speaking of don't forget about me. Oh, that didn't work oh. at all. Okay. Like didn't. No. Yeah, that was great. We decided to do top three movies with drug lords, drug organizations, movies that have these drug organizations that the heroes must overcome because drugs are bad, right? So there you go. Uh, Andrew. Okay. Honorable mention, No Country for Old Men. Oh, yeah, that's uh, a good movie. Yeah. Uh, number three, Reservoir Dogs. Mm-hmm. Number two. Wait, wasn't that a wasn't that a heist? Yeah, but there were drugs involved. Is that is that your I, one you were iffy it was, on? 
Yeah, it was a stretch, but I like it. <laughs> okay. I like it, so suck it. Uh, <laughs> oh, fair enough. Uh, number two, Desperado. Oh, cool, okay. And number one, Bad Boys 2. Here it is. Oh. <laughs> uh, you were right, Andrew. Uh, Corny. Uh, thank you, Andrew, because uh, that goes perfectly in my segue. My number three was Bad Boys 2. Nice. How, <laughs> that's your number three? Whoa. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, my number two, and I also have one that's, uh, um, well, let's see, Half-Baked. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because uh, Dave Chappelle has to sell it to the, his buddy out of jail. It, I think it fits within parameters. <laughs> All right, whatever. All right. Okay. And my, and my number one uh, would be uh, Beverly Hills Cop 1. Was that a Cigarettes? He had drugs. Was he, drugs? Was selling, he was selling drugs. Oh. I, can't, I can't remember. We did it for this podcast, and I can't remember. It's been a while. Yeah. That was 113 uh, episodes ago. Oh, damn. Actually, it might have been like 117 episodes ago. Well, that's actually fair. <laughs> um, no, uh, the, the uh, so the guys. <laughs> oh, goodness. Sorry. Stuff. He's uh, you know selling uh, illegal goods and whatnot, but uh, some of the stuff he's smuggling is uh, cocaine. That's yeah. right, because they tasted it. Oh yes. yeah, they did that cop trope where they they tasted, tasted it. it. Yep, and I remember <laughs> you bringing that up. That was the first time you brought that up, I believe. Yeah, God, it sucks. It's a <laughs> stupid trope. No one does that ever. Okay, uh, Sam. Uh, yeah, I I realized with this I haven't watched a whole lot of drug cartel movies. I guess. So I, I've got an honorable mention for uh, Breaking Bad. Not a movie. I know, but if you put it all back to back, no. it's like a 50-hour movie. movie. No, yeah. not a movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the 50-hour best movie you've ever seen. No, not so. a movie. Not a movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> number three, um, wasn't there Drugs in the Godfather series? I don't know. I don't know, but if it did, if there was, then that's my number I mean, three. Might have just been say, just say Scarface instead. Yeah. Yeah, see, I didn't like Scarface, though. Oh, wow. Uh, I've got No Country for Old Men at two and Desperado, number one. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. That that three of us had Desperado in their, in their yep. movie. With Selma Hayek. Uh, yeah, good job. Because she's Yay, she see? gets naked. <laughs> you just remember it because you got to see her naked. You're right. Oh, really? <laughs> I'll be back. Wait, did you not watch that one with us? I was kidding. Oh, okay. Uh, I wonder if she's any relation to uh, what's that girl from last week? <laughs> Catherine Zeta Jones. Jones. <laughs> no, Jones. You made that remark last week, and we said no. Did I? Yes, because yeah. you're you literally made that point because you're like, uh, well, they had they had that girl from Desperado. I'm like, Selma Hayek is actually Mexican or Hispanic, and you're like, yeah. well, Catherine Zeta Jones is like, no, she's not. She's British. Pretty sure she is. I'm pretty sure she's, she's not. We we yeah. She's Welsh. She was born there with Welsh but parents. Mean, I Welsh was born in parents. Minnesota. That doesn't make me any less. It makes you from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. It makes you from Minnesota. Where are you going Oregon. with this? I have no idea. I was trying. <laughs> you to lost that one early. <laughs> I'm gonna go just because I am uh, of a uh, darker complexion. Than <laughs> I was born in Africa. Like All right, Catherine your, Zeta your, Jones. your argument basically saying would be is if one time you played a, a Scotsman on a movie, 
then from now on that you are from Scotland, even though you're from Minnesota and your heritage is German. Yeah. That's you know, they've got a, there's a website called ethniccelebs.com. Oh my God. I don't think you should go there. You need to turn the safe search back on, dude. <laughs> you turn well, around and walk away from that website right now. Well, look at that. Well, I need to, I need to email them. We, I think we told got you that last week. Okay. Well, I'll let them know. <laughs> let them know what? That you're a weird, creepy oh, it's in dude? Wikipedia. I can change that. Oh, jeez. You're so creepy and weird. Edit without logging in. Okay. Good luck. My number three, uh, I'm going to put Desperado because it's awesome and fun and violent. Um, number two I had is something else, but I'm going to switch it up because we've already said it. So um, Bad Boys 2 this is going to be my number two because I was at a family barbecue and... Uh, <laughs> Damn, yeah. Wusa, Captain, you call me a tick. I was talking to him. Um, and my number one is Dread. Oh, oh yeah. Bugs. yeah. Yeah. I like that movie a lot. I would have put that in my list. Yeah. And uh, I'm a bit, I like that movie a lot. And there's, they keep teasing an ep- a second one with Carl and Urban. They keep teasing a TV series. On Netflix or something. I like, hope I like, better be on Netflix. Yeah, you need you need something like that or HBO, like a hard R. Yeah, yeah. Violent. I love it. I think Carl Urban has even said he would do like a ten part miniseries of Dread. Yeah, that's well, that's where I you know it. if he doesn't uh, if he doesn't want to, uh, I can come back in and. Uh, Here's the problem, that. Stallone, is that yeah, you, you couldn't go for more than like seven minutes without taking your mask off because you're so insecure. You have to have your face on camera. Carl yeah, Urban yeah. is such a man. That he had the mask on the entire movie. So suck it, Stallone. Uh, that's, that's not very nice. That's that's Bones from Star Trek right there kicking your ass. So there you go. <laughs> but I'm not a doctor. I'm, How do you I'm like them too, apples? Uh, not too ripe. Uh, <laughs> Damn it, man. I'm a doctor, not a judge. Uh, anyway, uh, no email, but we did get a Twitter request for oh, yeah. uh, from Alan. Thank you, Alan. For, uh, for the replacements. Oh, is that on there now? It is. Dude, Yay! we talk about that all the time. Yeah, so it's going to get Chicks. stuck in there pretty soon, pretty early. Awesome. Uh, chicks, scars, or is whatever. Uh, chick stick scars, pain heals, <laughs> glory, glory lasts last forever. Um, right on, Shane. Right on. Well? No, just the, uh, I'm not repeating yours, Sam. Well, don't I count as a Twitter request? No, because you're on the show. Oh. <laughs> if you want to watch Jurassic Park for this podcast, fine. Uh, but don't send it in through Twitter and make it seem like it's real. <laughs> we can do Jurassic Park. I don't care. We mentioned that we would might do all of our top movies anyway at some point. Yeah. But, but don't get mad at us if someone starts critiquing the shit out of that damn Unix system movie thing. Yeah. <laughs> the Unix system. I will. I can't wait to hear Corny's opinion on that. Garbage. It's a special system developed only for that park. Yeah, and it has a three D it, system. It's not the Unix flies. you think of. Yeah, it's yeah. it's like the Unix system yeah. in Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where you can't have uh, testicles to use it. That's well, why she dinosaurs, was so good at it. The dinosaurs can't have babies, so they might as well. Uh, well, they they did, but like that's why the girls. Well, why do Why do they, Sean? What? Why, why do they have babies? Because they can trans- because change sex. Because life finds a way. Find we'll a way. Yes! No. I can go to bed now happy. It's been a great day. Oh, Good night, Sahara, Sahara and Bloodsport are now on uh, 
Oh, Sahara's on there too? Yeah. Yeah, dude. All right. Well, I actually heard of a website recently, and maybe it would be helpful to to use this website. Go blind. It would, um, <laughs> you're the one going to like, uh, ethnic, uh, what was it? Uh, ethnic celebs. Uh, yeah. That sounds like a porn site if I've ever heard one. <laughs> um, my, my curiosity is about to get the best of me. Yeah. Safe, it's, it's not, it's not what you think. It's safe, actually safe search site. on corny. Safe search. You have a seven year old, uh, eight now, right? Ethnic. Nine. He's nine. And now? there's just one C. There's not two C's. It's. E-T-H-N-I-C-E-L-E-B-S. We're going to get a spike in ratings or in, yeah. in, in downloads or hits. Well, a good two more people looking at their site. I know, right? Um, uh, so, anyway, so, yes, the replacements is now on the list. Um, we've got coming up. I'm, I'm always hesitant to say what we've got coming up because I never know if it's still streaming because Netflix keeps changing it really quickly. It seems almost as if they're doing it like every two weeks instead of every month. Um, but, but supposedly next week is, oh, we haven't done, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say this is the time where we give our, um, out of 10. That's what I'm going to do first. So, um, for clear and present danger, did I say the wrong number to the movie? You said 113? No, I said 114. Yeah, no, it is 114. Just for some reason, the numbering system on my Excel spreadsheet is wrong. That's weird. Uh Uh-oh. Possibly, I was really confused. Yeah, we somehow it must be running on a unique system. What? (laughs) Dumbass! It somehow had skipped um, episode one thirteen. Maybe it's like um, maybe superstitious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Andrew, out of ten, this movie, clear and present danger. I'm gonna give this. Six point eight uh, RPGs, because there seem to be a lot more than six point eight RPGs in this movie. But <laughs> that's how many they're gonna get. Based RPGs, I might add. Yeah, they were good aim. Uh, Corny, uh, I'm gonna do this in uh, in toots. Mm. <laughs> Does that count as one? What happened? Is that five? That should be six and a half. Okay. okay. <laughs> how, how do you give a half toot? I don't know what that is. Half a can of beans? That's like being kind of pregnant. <laughs> Either you are or you're not. Yeah. Okay. Or, you know, you like your, your, your Latino heritage or not. Right. You either like are or you're not. Like Catherine Jones. Who is not. Might be. Not. Maybe she was adopted. We never. We don't know that. We do know that she was. It said her parents. Maybe Emilio well. Estevez is her brother. Emilio Estevez is Davis. Emilio Estevez. You're such an idiot. I can't even talk to you right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, Sam, this movie, clear and present danger. All right. Um, this movie, I loved it. Um, I'd watch it again. Maybe fast forward through some of the boring parts. Um, there are no boring parts. But you're right, though. There's a lot to the story. My bad. Yes, there isn't. The I, only I, no. problem I had with this movie we didn't talk about it was the stormtrooper effect. Oh well, yeah, yeah the bad guys could not hit. God, they were within with well, a machine gun and within twenty yards couldn't hit a 
side of a barn. No, they took true. out five SUVs. So, um, <laughs> with an RPG, but they couldn't hit. Well, they the, were they were in a fixed position shooting down. I mean, they had the complete cover. And I, I do appreciate this, Sam, to your kind of point. When the when they were doing that scene with the the trucks, right in the yeah. alley, and these guys were shooting up, they were killing those guys. Yeah. They were shooting up, and I'm like, thank you for not making it too much like fish in a barrel because that pisses me off in movies that they do that because these guys are trained at their craft, and I got a feeling you're you're gonna be successful until they get taken down. Yeah. Um, that's one of the only things I don't like about the movie The Rock. When have you guys all seen the movie The Rock? Yes. Not with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, but the movie with The yes. Rock with Nicolas Cage. Okay. There's a scene when the soldiers come in through the bathhouse, right? And the bad guys know it, and they're kind of all completely surrounded, and they have, you know, the bad guys have the high ground, right? Yeah. None of the bad guys get killed. That seems so not how it would be. Those yeah. men on the ground are trained soldiers. They're going to take out a lot of the bad guys. Maybe not enough, but somebody's going to die. And that pissed me off that the bad guys went completely unscathed. Completely. So, anyway. But then it wouldn't leave uh, Nick Cage and uh, Sean, I, I our boy Sean to, uh, to be the, the heroes. But you can still be the heroes against a group of 30 instead of 40. You know, yeah. you take out, you, you show, show one dead guy. And then have the bad guys use that as fuel to, for their more and for their insanity. Who knows? But anyway, I thought that was that that kind of thing pisses me off. What was your number, Sam? Did I say it yet? No. Uh, I'm going to give this an eight. Okay. I like it. It's a lot of fun. Cool. I like how you use the word fun. I would never use the word fun with this movie, but <laughs> I, I like it a lot. Um, I like it a lot. I'm going to say an eight point two. Wow. Because I ooh, what happened? Uh, that was weird. Yeah, eight point two. I like this movie a lot. Um, I think it's very well done. I think it's well written. I think it's well acted. It was yep. nominated for two Oscars. Um, and uh, one Grouch <laughs> uh, for best sound and oh, best sound effects. So whatever. Um, it won an ASCAP and for television and music awards for top box office uh, for James James oh, Horner. Okay. Who wore an ASCAP? ASCAP, the Association of Screenwriters, Composers, Authors, and Publishers. Uh, James Horner won an award for it, so good for him. Good for him. Yeah. Well, that that ASCAP. You don't you know what ASCAP is? Every time you buy a piece of music for your band, it says you know copyright ASCAP or BM yeah, or BMI. Effers. Which is not body mass index. It's broadcast music industries. So. Oh. Um, bowel, bowel movement indicator, indigo. <laughs> indigo? <Ew>. Yeah, <laughs> um, that sounds painful. So, so next week, now I can do that part. Next week, next week on Cheap Seat Review, assuming it's still streaming, we're, we're making. I some, will check. I will check as I'm, we are. I'm, I'm, it I, is. It, it is. is. I checked earlier. All so. right. So, uh, the eagle. Is <laughs> I don't think that's what eagles sound like. <laughs> oh, this is what eagles sound like. Son of a bitch, All right, oh, yeah, oh, right. yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you, Corey. More like, boo! You're our winning quarterback with 
lots of talent and you've taken us to a Super Bowl. Get out of town, you loser. That's what Eagles sound like. <laughs> or if you work at the university with one of my buddies, it's you sound like, oh, we're 0-4? Go Cowboys. Yeah, so. Uh. He's a self-admitted Fairweather fan. He knows it. So anyway, That's fair. this is a, uh, um, yeah, so the Eagle. 2011's The Eagle. Again. Channing Tatum is in this. Holy crap. I didn't know that. Channing Tatum. Yeah. Uh, Isn't he the main actor? Yeah. This is going to be poo. I think so. I've seen this one. This one's... Yeah, I've seen it. You've seen it. Yeah. Well, Corny, for what it's worth, it's got a 6.2 on the IMDb scale. So it might not be as garbage as we think. Who knows? Um, I'm looking forward to that. Um... We also have some other fun things coming up, maybe, tentatively. Um, Black Death. Um, you rang. Corn Andrew, was that one you recommended? No. Oh, no. Somebody did. Maybe that was another one that Chad snuck in the, the last minute. Sir, yeah. Uh, Hearts War, Broken Arrow. Oh, Broken Arrow. Yeah. Mm. Unforgiven, Hurt Locker. So we've got some cool stuff. Oh, Eddie Remain is in the Black Death. Oh, neat. Redmayne, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Boiling Girl. The, the other Boiling Girl. Right? That's no. Eddie Redmayne. Eddie. Yeah. Uh, yes. The, the guy that oh. did Theory of Everything? Yeah. He yeah, was yeah. just. No, the Danish girl. Sorry, not the. The Danish girl. I was like, what the heck are you talking about? Not the Boiling about? Girl. That's a, mm, that is a movie. Danish. Like. Yeah, he's, uh, he's in the new Fantastic <laughs> Beasts and Where to Find the Movie. That looks fantastic. Where, where the hell can I find a Danish this time of night? Uh, I can't think of a clever joke. Um, well, yeah, this is not a joke. I want to go bench, watch so. Hamlet. Okay. Um, no. Okay. He's, Should he's, I just go to the town, or he's a go. Dane in that. Uh, so yeah. So next week is the Eagle. Uh, assuming it's <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna do that every time? Yes. <laughs> 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 I didn't have anything in my mouth because I would have spit it all over. <laughs> Uh, next week is that movie. Um, so there you go. That's going to do it for us. Um, again, uh, if you can, if you can help us out, go to our GoFundMe page, uh, GoFundMe.com slash cheap seat reviews. We're up to, as of this episode, $105. Dude, so, we got more. That's great. Yeah. So we're almost there. We're actually, well, we're a fifth of the way there. Hey Sam, um, guess what? What? We're flying like eagles. Uh, it's lame when you do it yourself. Um, you gotta let me set it up for you. Anyway, um, who's hey hey uh, Andrew? <laughs> Andrew, who sung that song "Hotel California"? Actually, that wasn't the uh, Eagles. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Uh, I was gonna say, where are you going with this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was them. That was Hotel California. I was, was right. It? Yes. The uh, Eagles sing it? Yes. Oh, yeah. well, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I took history of rock and roll. I know some things. Oh, next week's going to be interesting. Oh, oh Lord. Um, I'm just never going to say the name of the movie. <laughs> You're going to slip up. I, this, I guarantee it. This oh, week we're I'm watching... In bird puns all next week, don't we? <laughs> this week we're watching The National Bird. <laughs> Call? Yeah. <laughs> All right, real side note, real quick, and then we got to wrap this puppy up because it's it, we're running late. Did you guys see that dumb movie Evolution with Sean William Scott and Orlando Jones? 
Uh uh-uh. uh. It's like the alien thing comes down to the planet and then it speeds like our atmosphere speeds up its evolution and anyway they're trying to find the thing and Sean William Scott is in a mall on a microphone going caca 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 <laughs> and <laughs> Orlando Jones has got a shotgun in his hand he's like I think we've established that caca caca and tuki tuki don't work <laughs> <laughs> I remember that line so I guess I've seen this movie yeah <laughs> it, it is pretty funny anyway and then he starts singing like a love song and then the alien thing comes back and, and tries to eat him it's pretty great anyway cool. uh, it's not what we're watching next week though because next oh. week we're watching that movie I mentioned earlier so <laughs> uh, like I said go to our GoFundMe page if you can um, right now uh, Damon Wood and Alan Broadway have both qualified to come on the oh, show and nice. pick a movie so um We'll, uh, we'll work the details out about that later. So thank you guys again so much for that. Um, for that. And my, my dad will also donate some money too. So thanks, Dad. Um, Who's the other guy? Oh, what other guy? Isn't there a fourth one? Uh, Steve Everett actually donated some money oh, too. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. And in return, I bought his new CD. Steve Everett has a new CD. Friend of the show. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Maybe yeah, he used, to be, uh, he used to do our intro music. And... Um, so yeah, so th- so Steve's got a new. That's a great single, by the way. That the intro music. Oh, song. The, yeah, yeah, West Coast Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love this song. Um, he's got a new CD out like last week or whatever. So I, I bought it, and it's nice. Actually, pretty good. I like it. Go check it out on iTunes, and you can use our iTunes tag to get uh, give us money. You know, <laughs> you don't do the discount on it. Anyway, I promise we're not just sure kind of, you do. Uh, what? No. Uh, that's it. That's going to be our show. I'm going to hit the button now. Um, and yeah. So thanks guys again for listening. Uh, as always, you guys are awesome. Um, uh, you may leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, and the Google Play. Finally, where the Google Play is up. Only took you 10 years. Good job, Google. Um, uh, visit our web- website, uh, cheapseatreviews.com, where you may Backslash find... Eagle. Uh, where you can find previous episodes and other funny little things that Sam hides in the episode in the in the, fit, in the, the page. Uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cheap seat reviews. Um, you may of course follow us on Twitter at cheap seat cast like Alan did and send us a request. We appreciate that. We are, we of course accept all of your requests via the Facebook, the email, or the Twitter. Or you may email us to cheapseatreviews at gmail.com. We would appreciate that as well. If nothing else, just to hear me shut up about it. Um, I am at Sean J. Arred on Twitter. Sam is at Suniji, S-O-N-E-J-I, 16. Johnny Darko is corny. Johnny Darko 16 is corny. And at J. Emerson. J. Emerson? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> at A. Jimison. I usually say A. J. Emerson. Anyway. A. Jemison, J-I-M-E-S-O-N, is Andrew. Um, Calls, you may leave us a voicemail, 704-271-4290. Leave us a voicemail, we'll play it on the air. I promise. So feel free to do that while you're driving right now. Do it right now. Call us now. That's going to do it for us. On behalf of Corny, Andrew, Sam, Sam's goat, this is Sean saying goodnight, and thanks for listening.